month. Prayer, right? So everybody is all loving prayer, right? Amen. You see, you got to love prayer. Everything flows from that. You know, everything, all directions flows from the altar. Amen. In Isaiah, the Lord says, my house shall be called a house of prayer for all people. Amen. And we got to get back to that. I mean, I, prayer is very important. Amen. And it keeps us focused. It keeps our minds stayed upon Christ. And that makes all the difference in your day. Amen. When you pray and have a little talk with Jesus, the song said, and make it all right. <laughs> Amen. You know, and as we look at our world today, we, you know, there's always something to pray for nowadays. Amen. Around the world and stuff. And so, we want to continue to pray, and I know down in the Caribbeans and Central America, the storms are brewing down through there, Cuba and all that, and it's heading towards Florida and the East Coast, and, uh, you know, I got a brother and family that lives down in Florida or there off the coast, but Cape Canaveral, so pray, amen, that God will protect them and the other people, all people, amen. And so we just want to keep lifting up the name of Jesus. So prayer is very important as a Christian soldier. And Paul said, I exalt first and foremost that supplications, prayer, intercession, giving of thanks be made for all men, kings, and all that are in authority, that we might live a quiet and peaceful life with all godliness and honesty. Amen. That Because this is well-pleasing with God, which will have all men to come to the knowledge of the truth. And so as you land your family members and loved ones on the altar, you you got to keep, you know, keep believing, believing. Amen. They that come to God must believe, right? Amen. So we, we believe that God is going to answer. He's going to hear. Amen. Not my will, but your will be done. Amen. And I like it when his will is done. Amen. Praise God. So we're talking tonight about praise and worship, which is another great topic that I believe that Christian soldiers should be endowed in. Amen. And the Bible says in Second Samuel six fourteen, and David danced before the Lord with all his might. When's the last time you danced before the Lord with all your might? Man, when I was in the war, you couldn't keep me off the dance floor. Maybe that was just me. <laughs> you know. I, you know, and, and I, I like dancing before the Lord. I like to praise the Lord. David danced before the Lord with all his might. And David was girded with a linen ephod or a, a priestly vestment that he wore there, like kind of like a girdle that he wrapped around himself. Amen. So we're talking about praise and worship. David was a good example. We read the Psalms. We, we see throughout the Psalms that, you know, it constantly admonishes us to praise and give honor and worship to the Lord. In the creation of time, God desires to create a beautiful world that would praise and worship him. The singing of the birds, the trees waving their branches in the wind, the beauty of the earth shining, silvery seas, and the majesty of the high snow-capped mountains all display his greatness. God formed in his own image and likeness for worship. Even people who live in primitive civilization and have no knowledge of the scriptures create gods to worship because they feel the compulsion to worship. Amen. You go to Asia, man, they got more gods than you can shake a stick at. 
I mean, just about every house you walk in, they have what, I know in Japan, they have what they call a butsudan. It's just like a cardboard box cut out, you know, and they have to put incense in it, and they and they burn it in the mornings and burn it throughout the day, and they have their beads, and they get in front of it, and they say a prayer. You know, they believe uh, that. So there's always, even in the back jungles, in the back woods, you get back there, people are wanting to praise something. Amen. They're looking. They know we are created from something. They don't know what it is yet, but they're looking for something to worship. Amen. Scripture said, and again, when he brings in the firstborn into the world, he said, and let all the angels of God worship him. Hebrews 1, 6. All of us possess an inherent desire to worship God, and we are incomplete without a relationship with him. Amen. The right of Hebrews thirteen fifteen, Amen, says, By him therefore, let us offer the sacrifices of praise to God continually, that is the fruit of our lips giving thanks to his name. By him, Jesus Christ, therefore let us offer the sacrifices of praise continually with the fruits of our lips. In other words, we should be excited about praising God. Amen. Praising God should be just as natural as a baby breathing. Amen. David says, you know, in the Psalms, he says, I will enter his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Amen. If you notice, when you look at the tabernacle in the wilderness, how it was set up, it was always faced to the east. Because the sun rises in the east and it sets in the west. So this is what the psalmist is saying. He says, from the rising of the sun until the going down of the same, the Lord's name is to be praised. They always entered the gate through the east gate. Amen. If you go to Israel today, the east gate is still there. Amen. Of Jerusalem. Amen. And so you enter from the rising of the sun. So when you get up in the morning, you praise the Lord. Amen. And you get that in your heart. You get that in your mind. Amen. Until the going down of the same, we continually with the fruits of our lips. Amen. Before, they used to have to bring a sacrifice to the Lord. But now, we can, we're that sacrifice. This is why Romans 12, 1 says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and acceptable God, which is reasonable service, and be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Amen. And so, sacrifices of praise. Amen. A sacrifice, it costs you something. Amen. You remember when David, the Lord told David to, to go up to, uh, I can't think of the town right now, but anyhow, he told him to, to do an, uh, an offering. And David went to Onan and he wanted to buy his, his uh, thrashing floor. And, and Onan says, no, I'll just give it to you. You're the king. David says, no, 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 no. I will not give God nothing that don't cost me something. Amen. And that's the way it is. Sacrifices cost the giver something, amen, and it should be us, amen. We should give him our very best, amen. In Psalms 150, Psalms 150, y'all, you probably quote this probably all the time. It says, amen, praise ye the Lord, right? Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise God in the firmament of his power. Praise him for his mighty act. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. Amen. And then he says, well, how do we do that? 
What are you going to use? Notice what he said. Praise him with the sounds of the trumpet. Got a trumpet. <laughs> Praise him with the psalmstry and harp. Praise him with string, the timbrel, and dance. See? Get a tambourine. Get out here on the floor on Sunday morning and dance a little bit with tambourine. One love, one faith, one baptism, one tambourine, right? <laughs> so get a tambourine. Get out here on the floor. Get out here and dance. You know? When was the last time you danced? We're not in the world. We just changed partners. <laughs> you know? You're dancing with the Lord. You're dancing unto the Lord. Amen. Keeps you some exercise. <laughs> Body exercise profit a little, right? But anyhow, but we're dancing, praising with the timbrel and dance. Amen. Praising with string instruments and organ. Praising upon the loud cymbals. Praising upon the high sounding cymbals. Now watch this. Let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. Praise you, the Lord. See? So the, the commandment is for us to praise God. So there should be no, you, we don't even need to have this, this thing going. There should be something inside of you when you walk through that door that says, I'm going in there to praise God. Amen. I know what God has done for me. I know how good he's been to me. I know where I was when, when where he brought me from. And so therefore, I've got to give him honor. I've got to give him praise. I've got to reverence him. Amen. You don't know what your praise is going to do to someone else. And we'll talk a little bit more about this later on in the lesson. Amen. But, you know, I, I tell the story about this guy that used to be in the church, and he would just praise all over the place, you know. And the pastor was getting a little concerned about the guy was just praising all the time. And so a visitor walked in. And the pastor said, oh, my goodness, I hope that visitor don't sit next to that guy, you know. And so, the, lo and behold, the Lord would have it. The visitor moved right in the row with the guy. So the guy was praising God. He was just having a great time in the Lord. And at the end of the service, the, the pastor went up and he wanted to apologize to the guy about the guy. And the guy said, oh, you don't have to apologize. He says, because when I come into a relationship with God, I want to be just like that. Amen. So that's the way we've got to do it. Amen. We, we, we got to lay aside. Amen. We're coming to worship him. We're coming to praise him. The Bible is full of exhortations to praise God for all his wonderful works. Praise is a natural act that those who know Jesus, when a person experiences salvation, when he sees who God is and what he can do, praise issued forth spontaneously in our lives. Amen. You can be sitting in the pews and maybe, you know, you haven't even dawned on you what God has done for you today. And you could be sitting here, and then all of a sudden when that thought hits you, you should just give God praise. You know, you should just magnify the Lord. Amen. Because that's what he desired. God inhabits the praises of his people. Praise and worship, as I said, should be just, just part of natural breathing for a Christian. Nothing should hinder you from praising God. Amen. Worship adores and reverence God for who he is. Praise express appreciation and gratitude for God for all he has done. 
So you can see what David is, is writing so much and worshiping God because he knew how God had delivered him from his enemies. He knew how God had set him free. He knew where God had brought him from. If anybody had a reason to praise God, it should have been Israel. Amen. How God brought them out. Amen. They was admonished constantly. Don't forget God. And that's the same commandment is given to you and I. Don't forget God. And one of the ways we don't forget God is prayer. And the other is praise and worship. Amen. We got to realize how good he is. You know, just because I'm having a little tribulation right now, a few trials in my life, it doesn't mean that God has forgotten me. Amen. He's molding me. He's developing me. And so the more that I praise him, the better off I will be. Praise means to glorify God, to extol, to exclaim or express approval. Worship, amen, means worthiness or respect, reverence paid to a divine being. Amen. I know this. some of this is not on your papers and stuff, so like a good teacher, you got to take notes, right? <laughs> we are admonished to praise the Lord. Psalms 113. Verse 1 through 3. Psalms 113. Verse 1 through 3. See, that's why we call it Bible study. See, if I gave you all the answer, then you wouldn't open your Bible. You just read my paper, right? See, I want you to get used to opening your Bible. <laughs> hey, one of these days we won't put it up there. <laughs> I can't do both. Amen. Praise you, the Lord. I praise you, the Lord. Praise ye, O servants of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Verse 2, blessed be the name of the Lord from this time forth and forevermore. All right, so from right now for the rest of your life, you have to bless the Lord. <laughs> what are you going to bless him for? Huh? What are you going to bless him for? <laughs> life itself? Well, campus, look at Psalms 103, verse 1. Psalms 103, verse 1. Psalms 103. Bless the Lord, O oh, my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Verse 2. Bless the Lord, O oh, my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Verse 3. Who forgive all thine iniquity, who heal all thy diseases, verse 4. Who redeem thy life from destruction, who crown thee with love and kindness and tender mercies. And who satisfy thy mouth with good things, so that, so that thy youth is renewed like an eagle. You can soar. Look at that. What a reason to praise God for. What a reason to bless God for. Don't forget the benefits of God. Amen. I think it's Psalm 69, 14 says he daily loaded us with benefits. However, God backs the dump truck up. And says, Lift it up and let them all fall out on you. Amen. So just think about all this. He feeds you. Did anybody eat today? Was it good? Oh, man. My wife cooked some good food and there you go, Psalm 68, 19. What did I say, 69, 14? Man, I was way off. 
68:19. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Bless the Lord who daily loadeth us with benefits, even the God of our salvation. I give you the wrong scripture. 68:19. Wow. Think about that. Daily. Man. Benefits. So, we got a reason to praise God. Amen. So, from the rising of the sun to the going down of the same, we can find something. Just like we said last month about prayer. You can always look around and see something to pray about. We can always think of something to praise God for, to give thanks for. Amen. The things He do for us on a that we may not even see and be able to to observe. Amen. To give Him praise. Amen. Our very purpose is to praise and glorify God. First Peter two nine. Peter says, You are a chosen generation. You are a royal priesthood. You are a holy nation. You are a distinct bunch of people. Okay? I know some people say you're odd, but you're distinct, peculiar. It means you're very distinct. The reason you're distinct is because you're called out. You're separated. You know, when God gave Israel the priesthood, their uniform of clothes to wear, what did he tell them to do? Put a, a blue fringe around the edge, right? They were stink. They were separated. Amen. They were set apart. You've been called out. You are distinct now. Amen. You are chosen by God for a purpose. And that purpose is what? That you may show forth the praises of him which is called you out of darkness unto his marvelous light. See? God has brought us unto him now. We're his. We've been adopted and engrafted into the vine. And so, therefore, we are to show forth the praises of him. Amen. So that others can see the beauty and honor of our God and why we praise him. Amen. Paul says in Ephesians 2, 1, he says, And you who is dead in your trespasses and sins have he quickened together with him. By grace are you saved. And not of works, lest any man should boast. So we, we have so many reasons to praise God for. We are called to, to glorify God. Amen. In everything, give thanks, Paul says in 1 Thessalonians 5.18. In everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God and Christ Jesus concerning you. You says, oh, I'm so, I can't give him thanks for what I'm going through right now. Yes, you can. Amen. You never know what he's, he's going to do with that, that praise. You know, he hears us. Amen. So we got to give praise and thanksgiving. Amen. When we praise the Lord, he dwells and surrounds us. Look at Psalm 67, verse 3 through 7. Psalm 67, verse 3 through 7. Let the people praise thee, O God. Let all the people, let all the people praise them. Now the Lord is here. Remember they used to sing that song all the time in the church? Y'all remember that a few years ago? You don't remember that? The Lord is in the temple. Let everybody bow. 
praise him now. Maybe we'll do that around here one day. You know, the kids used to get up on the balconies and everywhere else. I mean, they, they, it was kind of like the sign language thing when the sign language uh, things first start coming out. You kids was praising God with their hands and stuff. You could probably go out there on some archives and stuff and pull it up. You remember that, Michaela? That when they used to sing, let all the people praise his now the Lord is here. You remember stuff? I can feel the presence of the Lord, and I'm going to get my blessings right now. I can feel the presence of the Lord, and I'm going to get my blessing right now. I can feel him moving on the inside. I can feel him moving on the outside. It's all up to you. Whatever you choose to do, just open up the door, and I'm going to get my blessings or whatever. We have to do that around here tonight. That was really Pentecost. I mean, a few years ago, I mean, every church you went to, that was the theme song, basically. I mean, if they had banisters and stuff along the side, the kids were all like, you know, you know, draw Pentecost saying from chandeliers. I mean, that's they they were. Amen. So let the nations be glad and sing for joy. What's your favorite song? Do you sing your favorite song during the day? Do you play it? Find yourself playing. You know, why do you play that song and sing that favorite song a lot? Because you want to give God praise. See, this is what we're trying to get you to do. This is why he says in Psalms 30, he says, We've been made doing the night, but joy comes in the morning. The joy of the Lord is our strength. See, so when I'm excited, when I'm praising God, see, praise doesn't mean I'm in the mully grub. Say, praise me. I'm excited to give him thanks. I'm excited to give him praise. And so when I do that, it strengthens me. Say, and this is why God is, he's put all this stuff in line for us. That's why Isaiah says in Isaiah 61, 3, he's giving you a garment of praise for what? The spirit of heaviness. That you might be called trees of righteousness, the planning of the Lord, that he might be glorified. See, God says, I know they're going to go through stuff in their life, so I'm going to give them a tree of righteousness. I'm going to make them trees of righteousness. This is what David says in Psalms 1. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standing in the ways of sinners, nor sitting in the seat of the scoffer, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in the law that he meditate day and night. He should be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. Amen. And see, when you praise God, when you magnify God, when you exalt God, amen, things get excited. You build yourself up. Amen. That's why I, I don't think anybody as a Christian should have low self-esteem. I really don't. Because it didn't come with your salvation. See, that's why Hebrews 6 says, Beloved, I'm persuaded of better things of you, things that accompany your salvation, that we thus speak. See, all that stuff that the world has out there, low self-esteem, distress, and all that stuff, that didn't come with your salvation. Amen. Paul said this gospel came with the Holy Ghost and power and much assurance. See? So God is on my side. <laughs> so I'm just going to give him praise. I'm going to just give him thanks. Amen. Can we go back to Psalm 67, 3, please, and 4? Five, six, seven, in there somewhere. Amen. All right. So let all the people praise thee. 
I got caught off on a song doing that, didn't I? Oh, God, let all the people praise thee. Amen. Just think what an atmosphere, because God is going to be in the atmosphere. That's why Jesus said, where two or three is gathered together in my name, we're coming to praise him. So basically, when we're coming together, we're coming to praise him. So he's going to be there. So let all the people praise the Lord. Just think, if you got off on your own tangent and start praising God, and she got off and he got off, man, you imagine what would be in here? Amen. If we just all just got crazy one time to give God all the praise, magnify him, glorify him, giving him thanks. Amen. Just think what would happen. Verse 4. Thank you. Oh, let the nations be glad and sing for joy, for thou shalt judge the people righteously and govern the nations upon earth. Selah, verse 5. Amen. Let the people praise thee, O God. Let all the people praise thee. Look at that. It just keep telling you. Then shall the earth yield her increase. What do you want? What do you need? Notice. The earth will yield or increase whatever you have need of. Praise God. And God, even our own God, shall bless us. Think about that. He will bless you. He will open up the windows of heaven and pour out blessings. I think he said that you won't have room enough to receive it. And I will destroy the devourer for you. Did you know that praise and I mean tithes and offerings is a part of praise? He'll open up the window. You won't have room to receive the blessings of God. Think about it. Amen. Was that it? Was that verse 7? Amen. God shall bless thee, shall bless us, and all the ends of the earth shall fear him. Amen. They will see, wow, you are serving a mighty God, man. <laughs> Amen. That's the God you serve. Amen. He will surround us. He will dwell with us. Why? Because he inhabits or he indwells the praises of his people. Amen. I think that Psalms 22.3, right? Psalms 22.3 says God inhabits the praises of Israel. And we know Israel is his people. So we say we are the new church of Israel. So he inhabits our praises, right? Amen. So think about that. So he just envelops right here with us oh i want to be with them he says amen praise god what do we do what did we praise the lord for what should we praise the lord for his marvelous works his marvelous works psalms 139 verse 14 i will praise thee for i am Messed up in the head. <laughs> Is that what it says? <laughs> what does it say? I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works, and that my soul nor right well. I am marvelous and fearfully and wonderfully made. Praise God. Man, God, you're good. Amen. That's what it's all about. Amen. First Chronicles sixteen twenty nine. 
First Chronicles 16.29. Give unto the Lord the glory due unto his name. Bring an offering and come before him. Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Amen. Worship God in the beauty. Holiness is beautiful. To be set apart, to be separated unto him for a purpose. Amen. It's beautiful. Amen. And this is what God wants. Why? Because we are his people. See, the temple was so splendor and and beautiful when they laid it out. And that's why we are now the temple of the Holy Ghost, which temple you are. See, you have to realize who you belong to. Amen. And what God desires of us. Amen. So praise God. So because God is good. Amen. Because he is worthy of all our praise. Amen. Because of his word. We praise him. Psalms 138.2. And then we're going to get into our lesson. Amen. Psalms 1. <laughs> oh, this is just iceberg. <laughs> That's not the case. Amen. I will worship towards thy holy temple and praise thy name for thy loving kindness and for thy truth. For thou hast magnified thy word above thy name. Amen. Why is that? What do you think that is? He's magnified his word above his name. The word will never pass away. In the beginning was the, and the word was with God, and the word was the same was in the beginning with. All things were made by him, right? <laughs> see, so the word, a name is just a name. See, I can change my name. I can't change his word. <laughs> I can't change God. God is always God. He's always going to be God. He's the word. He's the living word. So his word is magnified above his name. Amen. So bringing us to this point, the person we shall worship, the one true God. Luke 4, 5 through 8. And the devil taking them up into a high mountain, showed unto him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time, And the devil said to him, All this power will I give thee, and the glory of them. For that is delivered unto me, and to whomsoever I will give it. If thou therefore shalt worship me, all shall be thine. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Get thee behind me, Satan, for it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shall thy serve. Amen. You see, there's so many people worshiping idols today. Amen. Paul says in 1 Corinthians 15, 34, some have not the knowledge of Christ, and I speak that to your shame. As I said at the onset, everybody is looking for something to worship. Amen. But we who has been called out of darkness into his marvelous light should understand who we are worshiping. Amen. Jesus said to Satan, Thou shalt worship the Lord, and him only shall you serve. You see, this is why Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in Daniel chapter 3 was not afraid to answer him the way they, they did. When Nebuchadnezzar, as you well know, when you read Daniel, he made this great big statue, and he says, when you hear the music, the sabbat, the adult simmers, and all these instruments, he says, everybody falls down and worship my image. Yeah, 
But Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego still stood up. And so when they told Nebuchadnezzar that they did not bow, he says, Is it true, O Shadrach, Meshach, Meshach, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that you are not worshiping my image? And then what do they say? We're not careful to answer you in this matter. You know? You know? We're not going to bow. You can heat the furnace as hot as you want. We're still not going to bow to your image. They says, moreover, the God whom we serve will deliver us. And if not, we're still not going to bow. You know? And so what did he do? He heated up the fire, and it was so hot, the guys that were trying to throw him in, the fire pulled them in. You know? And when they throwed him down, they was just walking around. Nebuchadnezzar jumped up and he says, Did not we throw three in, but I see four, and four is as the Son of Man. Amen. They knew who they were going to worship. Amen. Paul says in 1 Timothy 3, 16, And without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifested in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen of angels, preached unto the Gentiles, believed on in the world, and received back up in the glory. You know, there's a, if you don't if you don't understand the oneness of God, you know, this scripture right here, if you go through scripture and study it out, you'll find out who he is. Amen. That's that's the homework assignment right there is to be able to break that down and you can see, you know, the scriptures that proves who God really is. Amen. It's a very important scripture. Amen. So you want to, to follow that. You remember when the, at Christmas time, you know, what do we talk about these three guys coming across the desert? What were they called? And why did they go for? What For what purpose? Amen. Notice. They say, we've seen his star in the east, and we've come to worship. And Nebuchadnezzar, and Herod says, okay, when you find him, come back so I can go worship him, right? See? They, they came all that way to worship him. They said, because we've seen his star. See? So they traveled all that far just to worship him. Amen. Aren't you glad you don't have to go a long ways to worship? <laughs> Aren't you glad you just get up right in your house, lift your hands, worship God, drive down the road in your car, as long as you hold one hand with the steering wheel and worship God? You know, and, you know it's easy to worship God. You know him when you know. That's what Jesus told the woman at the well in John four twenty four, right? He says, God is a spirit. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and truth. For the Father seeketh such to worship him. Amen. We got to worship him. We got to know the truth. If I don't know the truth, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the light, Jesus said. See? He wants us to know who to worship. See, just think about that for a second. I am the way, I'm the truth, and I'm the light. But in John 4, 24, what he says, The Father seeks up to worship him, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. So if you know who Jesus is, you don't have a problem with worshiping him because you know who you're worshiping. You're not going to worship some false god. You're not going to worship some false idol because you know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. See, you don't want to be walking around. Let's see now. Do I, 
do I praise over here today or do I praise over here today? No, you know truth. You know who he is. Amen. And so, therefore, it's easy for you to worship. You know who you're worshiping in spirit and in truth. Amen. Isaiah 43, verse 10 through 12. Isaiah 43, 10 through 12. Brother Miller's been pounding this every Sunday morning, right, about witnesses. Amen. Being God's witnesses. Ye are my witnesses, saith the Lord, and my servants whom I have chosen, that ye may know and believe me and understand that I am he. Before me there was no God form, neither shall there be after me. Verse 11, I, even I am the Lord, and beside me there is no Savior. I have declared, I have saved, I have showed when there was no strength God among you. Therefore, ye are my witnesses, saith the Lord, that I am God. Amen. John thirteen thirteen. You call me Master and Lord. And you say, well, for so I am. Amen. John eight twenty four. I said, therefore... Unto you that you shall die in your sins. For if you believe not that I am he, you shall die in your sins. Because if you don't believe Jesus is God, you ain't going to get there. Amen. Because neither is there salvation, Acts 4.12, in any other. For there is none other name under heaven given unto men whereby we must be saved. Amen. No other name. No other name can heal us. No other name can free us. No other name. See, you you, you want to know who you're worshiping. And it's Jesus. Amen. The Lord. I am the Lord. That is my name. Amen. And my praises I will not give to another. Amen. Neither my honor to glow graven images. Amen. So we need to know who we are worshiping. Who do they say I the son of man am? Amen. You need to know that answer for yourself. So now you know who he is. You know who to worship. In spirit and in truth. Amen. We're magnifying Jesus all the time. Let this be in you, Paul said, which was also in Christ Jesus, who thought it not Robert to be evil, and take upon him the form of a servant, and became obedient unto death, even death in Wherefore God has highly exalted him in Philippians 4 
and given him to excuse me and has given him a name that is above every name that at the name of Jesus every knee shall bow at Philippians 2 10 and 11 that at the name of Jesus every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father amen praise God amen you know you're worshiping. This is to make you excited. Amen. That's what it's all about, is to have that understanding. Amen. So that we worship the truth. Amen. And him only shall we serve. Amen. Praise God. The Lord's name is to be praised. Praise God. We minister to the Lord as members of the church. We are a royal priesthood that minister unto the Lord by worshiping and serving Him. Psalms 100. Psalms 100. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with sin. So when you walk through the doors, no, you got to have a song. <laughs> Come before his presence with sin. Know ye that the Lord is the pastor. Huh? And that's what it says. What does it say? Know ye that the Lord is Brother Dennis. No? <laughs> no, know ye that the Lord, he is God. See, that's what Jesus is saying. Hey, the Lord. And then when Philip says, show us the Father, and this suffices, he says, ah, have I been so long time with you, Philip? You don't know where I am. He that has seen me have seen the Father. Right? So, go back to a minute. That he is God. He, it is he that has made us and not we ourselves, for we are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. For the Lord is good. Amen. If you take a no out of that, what does it say? The Lord is God, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Amen. His mercy is everlasting, and his truth endured to all generations. It's not going to change. Heaven and earth can pass away. My word is not going to pass away because the word is truth. So you and I, if the Lord tarries another 5,000 years, which I don't think he can in this mess, but... but but if, if he was to tarry that long, the generations to come, it ain't going to change. They're going to still be required to praise him. They're going to still be required to go through the door to get to heaven. They're going to still be required to come out and be separated unto the Lord. He, he, don't, he can't change. See? So every generation. That's why Peter, on the day of Pentecost, he says the promise... It's to you, to your children, 
unto all that are far off, even as men as the Lord our God shall call. Man. So if it's to every generation, then man, every generation has got to praise him. Amen. Matter of fact, one psalm says, I can't think of off, off the top of my head, I think it might be around about 108, 17, 16, something like that. But one generation must praise the next generation, declare the next generation the praises of the Lord. Amen. We are to teach them. That's why I say, as adults, when we come into this place, man, kids need to see us worshiping God. Because they're observing. You ever watch a little kid, man, the first thing you do, and they see adults, and they go clapping their hands, you know. Kids play church when they get home. Why do they play church? Because they see it taking place. Amen. You ever hear church Shirley Caesar's song, you know, I had a praying uh, about her grandmother. Yeah. And they was playing church in the backyard. And she said, and, and, you know, her brother would put on some old glasses and he got a box and he was going to be the preacher. And her and her sister was the members in the church, you know. And he says, the brother says, now, I want you to praise God and I want you to jump up and shout God three times, you know, and stuff. And, you know, and so they jumped up, you know, and she says at the certain time she jumped up, something got a hold of her, you know. And she says that her sister ran to the house and says, Mama Shirley Ann's out here playing with the Lord. And Mama comes to the door and she says, she looks out and she sees tears running down her eyes. She's speaking in tongues. And, stuff. and she, Mama says, she ain't playing this time. <laughs> you know? But she she sings that song. You know? I, in the name of I Remember Mama. Yeah, that's the name of the song. Amen. Amen. But that's, uh, yeah, it's by Shirley Caesar if you ever you ever see it amen but yeah that's the thing amen so kids are always are looking to the adults for the right way say and so that's what we have to get you know we can't be complacent we've got to get into worshiping god thinking of the goodness of god and what he's done for us and you know i'm not saying you got to run and jump across every pew or whatever like you're on a high hurdles or stuff like that but we should have an attitude of gratitude of thanksgiving and praise and worship to god for what he has done for us amen because he knows what is best for me. So we enter his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with all of our praise. Because he has called us out of darkness into his marvelous light. Psalms 135. This will be the last one for the night. Verse 15 through 21. Amen. Psalms 135. Verse 15. The idols of the heathen are silver and gold. The works of men's hands. They have mouths, but they speak not. Eyes have they, but they see not. They have ears, but they hear not. Neither is there any breath in their mouths. In other words, he's saying, you know, these false idols. Because people want to worship something. Say. He says they got mouths, they got eyes, they got ears. He says they can't hear, they can't see, they can't talk. They don't have any breath in their lives, in them. They're dead. And he says the people that make them, it's just like them. 
that's, that's basically what he's saying. See? Because Jesus is the one that came to give us life and that more abundantly. So we have this newness of life. So we're walking in newness of life. We can hear. He that have an ear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. Amen. Anoint thine eyes with eye salve that you might see. If this gospel be hid, is hid to them who's lost, and whom the God of this world has blinded the minds of them who believe not. But we're not blind. We see. We know what we believe. Amen. So they have eyes. They can't see. They have ears. They can't hear. They have mouths. They can't talk. They can't breathe. You know? And so that's why we don't make false idols. That's why we don't worship dumb idols. We worship the Lord. You know, it's amazing to me. I, I ain't figured us out yet. All these people worship the Pope. I can't believe it. You know? Don't you guys worship me. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, don't don't you dare worship me. <laughs> you know. I can't believe you. Don't you dare rub your kiss in my hand. <laughs> don't you dare. If you kiss a man, you better be Jesus. <laughs> so, but, uh, no, 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 no. I, I, I haven't figured that one out yet. Now, I'm not being critical, but uh, forgive me, Lord, if I am. But I, I am not going to be get like that far out there. Him only shall you worship, Jesus says. Amen. Him only. You know, that should that should tell you right there somebody ain't in truth. <laughs> Amen. And, and, and if a man says he's a man of God, he should be bringing that to a halt, you know, quickly. You know, you don't worship me. You know, you worship God. You know, in him only shall you serve. Amen. Praise God. Where was I at? Oh, man. Amen. Verse 18. Amen. They that make them are like them, I just said it. Verse 19. Bless the Lord, O house of Israel. You're the church, right? Bless the Lord, O house of Aaron. Bless the Lord, O house of Levi. You priesthoods, because you're a chosen priest, right? Ye that fear the Lord, you that reverend the Lord, bless the Lord. Amen. Bless the Lord out of Zion, which dwelleth at Jerusalem. Praise ye the Lord. Amen. We've got to get in the habit of praising God. And that's what we're talking about, Christian soldiers praising God. Amen. Because it gives strength to us. It builds us. It edifies us when we magnify God. Amen. As the psalmist says, amen. In Psalms um, 23, he says, 50, he says, Whoso offereth praise glorifieth me and to him that order his conversational right will i show the salvation of god whoso offer it praise glorifieth me whoso offer it praise glorifieth me and to him that ordereth his conversational right Will I show the salvation of God? Oh, whoso offer it praise glorifieth me. 
Whoso offereth praise glorifieth me. And to him that ordereth his conversation aright will I show the salvation of God. Oh, whoso offereth praise glorifieth me. Did you find it? Whoso offereth praise glorifieth me. And to him that ordereth his conversation aright will I show the salvation of God. Amen. We're going to find that in the Word real quick. You got it? Did you find it, Brother Terry? Is it four? Is it four twenty? I know it's fifty. Just one second. <laughs> I'm getting old. I'm starting to forget the scriptures. Man, that's not good, is it? I know it's. I know it's. I, yeah, fifty twenty three. Huh? See, I knew it. I knew it was there. <laughs> huh? What did I say? Twenty three fifty, didn't I? I had it backwards. Huh? Yeah, I said it backwards. Okay, see. Wow, no one that didn't fit. Okay, this is a song, and now you're going to have another scripture that you memorize. Amen, it's a song. Whoso offereth praise glorifieth me. Whoso offereth praise glorifieth me. And to him that ordered his conversation aright, will I show the salvation of God. Oh, whoso offereth praise glorifieth me. Whoso offereth praise glorifieth me. And to him that ordered his conversation aright, will I show the salvation of God. One more time. Oh, whoso offereth praise glorifieth me. Whoso offereth praise glorifieth me. And to him that ordereth this conversation aright, will I show the salvation of God. <laughs> Father, we praise you tonight, Lord. You are worthy of the highest praise. God, may your word be in our hearts that we will not sin against thee, O Lord. Thank you again for your goodness. Thank you for your mercy, O God. Thank you for your blessings that continue to flow to us day by day, God. Let your presence overshadow thy house, O God, in our lives. Bless each and every family, God, I pray, Lord. Keep your hand upon each and every one of them, God. Continue to strengthen and draw to you, Lord. We truly appreciate all that you do, God. In Jesus' name.